What it do, baby? Yes, sir. It's your boy, Big Zoo. And it's time for another episode of Time to Jets right here on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever it is that you happen to be listening to us right now. Thank you for tuning in. Please hook it up with that subscribe and a five-star rating if you would oblige us. We appreciate it so much. Thank you for that. And, of course... Hit me up on that Twitter machine at Zoobeard77 with all your thoughts on this Jets disaster of a season so far. And I mean, when it rains, it pours with this team. And this start to the year has not not been good. Not been good whatsoever. I mean, I'm taking a look at this offense top to bottom. It's just an underperforming offense from play calling to receivers to quarterback to the offensive line and that's where I would like to start the day here today is by talking about this offensive line issue that the Jets do have right now and as much as guys like Greg Van Rotten might want us to believe that Zach Wilson needs to get the ball out quicker and I mean to a degree he's definitely 100% right the ball needs to come out quicker but in order to get the ball out quicker you need to have the ability to have time in order to get that ball out. As soon as he's getting the snap, Greg Van Rotten's turned around watching his the guy lined up on him go and try to make a play on Zach Wilson immediately. Zach Wilson is getting pressure from right up the middle and it's coming right from Greg Van Rotten. So for him to have the balls to come out and say anything about Zach Wilson, I mean, that's just mind-blowing to me. And I mean, I get it. The rest of the quote wasn't that bad. But for him to say anything right there, bro, you're a veteran. You need to understand that you are the issue right now. You are the problem with what is going on with this offense. And it's it's it there in the stats. I saw an article yesterday telling me about how bad Greg Van Rotten has been and that he's a liability for this Jets offense. That was literally the headline. Greg Van Rotten is a liability. The guy, I mean, I don't know what this coaching staff sees in him. And this coaching staff, I still have belief in them. But things like this are things that are going to, you know, help me make up my mind on if I have belief in you or not. And Greg Van Rotten being in that starting lineup again this weekend is going to absolutely kill me as a fan. I cannot watch this guy be a turnstile. And we have talked about people in the past being turnstiles just in general as fans. We have said that about a lot of offensive linemen. But when I say Greg Van Rotten is a turnstile, I mean this man is awful, awful, awful. He's turning around and he is watching Zach Wilson have to fling the ball out. That's how long, that's why he knows how long it's taken Zach Wilson to get the ball out. Because he's looking at him, timing it himself, watching everybody go after him. This guy is so useless out there. You see the run game. I mean, and I take that back. That's a terrible thing to say about somebody. He's not useless. He's, you know, he's a player. But the guy should not be starting right now. He does not fit in what they are doing. He does not fit into what this offense is, and he has been downright terrible out there. I feel I feel like if this coaching staff doesn't make a change soon, it, you got to start looking at them a little cockeyed because you know that the problem here, the problem is the offensive line. If the Jets were running the ball well, 
The Jets were making some plays here and there, but it's just Zach Wilson not really having timing. You'd be able to see that. You would be able to feel comfortable with this offensive line and look and see that your quarterback doesn't get hit, you know, 30-plus times so far this season. You're setting the kid up for failure, man. What are you doing? You're running, You're trotting these guys out there. And McGovern, McGovern is an iffy dude, man. He has one terrible game and a good game and a terrible game and a good game. I mean, for right now, we can't really focus in on him, but he is an issue as well. I'm just focusing in on Greg Van Rotten because he is rotten on this offensive line. And I can't imagine, I can't imagine that Joe Douglas, this great, this guy who has great talent evaluation skills and especially for linemen, big boys in the trenches, that's what his specialty is. He goes out there and he knows how to build an offensive and defensive line. Well, I can't believe that guy would look at Greg Van Rotten through three games and say that this guy should be starting in the National Football League because there is absolutely no shot that anybody on God's green earth with two eyes in their head would say that about Greg Van Rotten right now. And that, I mean, you got to look at the wires. You got to look at free agency. There's some dudes there. There's some vets there. There's Russell O'Kung, who I know he's a tackle. But maybe you can make something happen. Maybe you can move some guys around. You know what? Why don't you show me a little something from Adoga maybe over at the guard position? Just give me anything else but Greg Van Rotten. Because at this point, if I have to watch him go out there and be a turnstile once again, it's going to be it. That's going to be it. And Zach Wilson is going to get hurt. If you continue to trot Greg Van Rotten out there, Zach Wilson is going to get hurt. And your run game is going to be one of the worst in the leagues. It already is, and I should take that back. The Jets' run game is already one of the worst in the leagues. If it wasn't for Tampa Bay only having Leonard Fournette in the 90s on rushing yards, then the Jets would be the only team without a 100-yard rusher so far this season. Michael Carter is their leader. And that says something. That says something big. And it says there's an issue on this offensive line that needs to be fixed. I get Becton's out, but honestly, George Fant, I get it's one half that Becton played, but George Fant has been looking pretty serviceable over there at the left tackle. Not great, nothing special, but serviceable for sure. And Becton through that first half did not look very serviceable. The offensive line is better so far without Becton. And that's saying a lot because it's been downright terrible. But, I mean, there's no excuses to make for these guys. There really isn't. Elijah Vera Tucker, he's a rookie. You know what? Some of his mistakes are rookie mistakes. And you have to let that go. So I guess there are excuses to be made for him. But when you talk about Morgan Moses, Greg Van... Ugh, I don't even want to say his name anymore. Greg Van Rotten, McGovern, and Fant. There's not much that you can make excuse-wise for any of those guys and the reason that they're playing terribly right now. They need to be better, and if they can't be better, if this is it, then you know what? You need to move on. This is too valuable of time. You don't have somebody that can step in and start. Mike White's not going to step in for Zach Wilson and start so that he could sit so that he doesn't die out there. But that's reality. With this offensive line, you might get this kid killed, and you might have his career over by the end of the season. Before it even had a chance to begin. Just because you're too damn bullheaded on Greg Van Rotten and Conor McGovern. Something needs to change.
It absolutely has to change. And if it doesn't, then we need to start really, really, really taking a look at this coaching staff and having some questions about them because they're not setting their quarterback up. Their first-round pick, their number two overall pick in the draft, quarterback, they're not setting him up for any type of success. And that is an absolute organizational failure that I'm not ready to put on Joe Douglas right now, but it's sitting there, and we're, we're looking at it. It should be in the back of your head right now for sure. And Joe Douglas is not having a good week, man. He really isn't from the performance of this team on the field to the way that they look offensively on that line, like I've been stressing so far, to now today, and this just broke recently, and that's Marcus May is going to be out a couple of weeks here with an ankle injury. And, you know, hopefully Marcus gets back soon. Y'all know how I feel about Marcus May. I hope he's a Jet for a long time. Obviously, you know, that needs to be reasonable. He's not a top five safety in the league, so I don't think he deserves top five safety money. But I would like to see Marcus May on the Jets for the foreseeable future. But I'm not sure how how realistic that is. After I was taking a scroll around Twitter, and guess what I see? I see Marcus May's agent tweet out, Oh, Marcus should be back in three to four weeks. Just in time for the trade deadline. And I went, oh, Lord, here we go. And you remember when I said when it rains, it pours? It is pouring. Because now you're looking at Marcus May, who is trying to get out of town. And, I mean, I I can't blame him at this point for what this organization has kind of done with him for their lack of commitment to him, for their lack of real care for his happiness right now in terms of, like, just taking care of him a little bit. I mean, it's just laziness on Joe Douglas's part. And I think he's probably going to get traded if he's healthy enough in time for the trade deadline. I think you're going to see that happen. And you talk about this this defense playing great so far this year. Marcus May has been a big part of that in that secondary being a veteran leader over there. I mean, it's going to be tough just dealing without him for these couple of weeks with the injury, but trading him is going to put a, I mean, it's going to put a nail in that coffin of that secondary. They're not going to be looking too hot going the rest of the way. I don't know how they, I don't know how they're going to get through it, but if Marcus May gets traded, that's, that's going to be bad news. And I mean, I got to put this on Douglas. How are you? How are you getting this? How are you having something like this happen in the middle of the season? I mean, who knows what's next? You already have Marcus May, who is your homegrown guy, who is your longest tenured guy, who is a dude who, I mean, has stuck with it through thick and thin, has wanted to be a Jet, has played his ass off for this franchise, and... I mean, has given it all he's got. You could tell that he loves being here and he likes being a Jet. He likes the fans. But you know what? When a guy like that decides, screw this, I need to get out of here. I need to get on a team that actually cares and actually wants to try to win because I've been sitting through three coaching staffs, seeing everybody getting canned left and right, seeing no type of organizational strength, no type of organizational structure, no type of faith in this organization, I mean, he's here for three different regimes, and he's saying, screw this. This is not going to happen now either. That's a bad, bad sign for the rest of this team going forward. I mean, 
That's an indictment on your coaching staff. That's an indictment on your general manager. That's not a good look. I mean, this is a guy who is a legitimate leader on this team, has been for a couple of years, and he's out. You've done that to him. That's what you did. You want you forced him now to say, I can't be in this situation anymore. How many more guys on this roster are going to join him in saying that? I mean, Corey Davis ain't going to say that. Corey Davis ain't going to say nothing right now. He's got a nice contract, and he knows nobody's going to be trading for that anytime soon. But maybe you look at a guy like C.J. Mosley, who's been playing like an all-pro as he is, a superstar like he is, he might say, screw it, I'm out of here too. If Marcus May wants out, I want out. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to lose anymore. I want to get myself a ring. And he deserves a damn ring. He deserves a defensive player of the year right now for the way that he's playing on this defense. I saw that he got a terrible, terrible uh, score from Pro Football Focus, man. And, I mean, Pro Football Focus, they're good on a lot of things. But this, I don't know how they got that for C.J. Mosley because he was all over the place. I guess there were some plays that he could have been better on, but the guy's an all-pro leader of this defense, and he's playing at that level right now, leading the team in tackles, being a stud out there. you got to give him that respect. And you know what? There's going to be a team that pays out the ass to have C.J. Mosley on their team because he's the type of dude that comes in as is an immediate difference maker. C.J. Mosley, there's not a lot of guys who you could say this about on the Jets, but C.J. Mosley would start for all 32 teams in the NFL. Every single one. C.J. Mosley is that good of a player. Uh, people don't understand that. And you know what? If he wants to leave too, then you're anemic. You have nothing, absolutely nothing on this team that assembles a star or a player that is even established in this league. Sheldon Rankins is a good player, but Sheldon Rankins is coming on the end. He's closer to the end than he is in the beginning. Quentin Williams still needs to take that step. He had a good game, but he ain't there. You're going to be stranded with dudes who are fight, fighting to get their NFL careers going, but also have no identity, and there's no leadership. And you got Robert Sala, who, you know what, he's a good, he's a good defensive mind. D.C. Ulbrich, who's good, you know, calling plays so far this year. He's been really good, Ulbrich. But, I mean, I'm sorry. You take away playmakers and studs like that. What are you doing? What is the end game here? How long are you trying to go through this process? You're trying to develop a culture, right? You want to trade away every single leader that is trying to help you establish that culture? All these guys that you have here that you hand-selected after you got rid of Adam Gase, you cut half of this roster. You got rid of it. There's a big turnover on this Jets team, and yet you're going to get rid of all of these dudes now who are playmakers, who are going out there and balling for a team that is pathetic and an offense that gives them nothing. What are you going to have? You're going to have a bunch of 40 50-point losses, especially with the way that this schedule looks at the end of the year. There is no doubt in my mind the Jets are going to be losing a couple of games by 40 or 50 points if they don't have Marcus May or C.J. Mosley on this roster. And there is a very, very good chance that that happens. So I don't know what to tell you, but Joe Douglas, man, this has been a really bad start to the year for you, bro. 
and you need to figure something out ASAP, and it's got to start with the offensive line, and then you need to figure out a way to make these guys happy on the defense. Because if they all start wanting out, guess what? You're going to have a lot of fans that want out too. A lot of pissed off fans, including myself. And I'm pissed off right now, but I still think there's time to fix some things here and make sure that this season isn't a complete waste. Because let me tell you something, it is going to be a waste. It ain't going to be good. Because there is no way you're going to fix this offensive line good enough for Zach Wilson to be able to go out there and be comfortable week in and week out. That's just not going to happen this late into the year. But you can make it serviceable enough where he can play the game and he can maybe win you a couple of games. You don't have to put up zeros on the board against Denver. You don't have to put up six points against New England with a bogus field goal at the end of the game. You don't need to be coming in the fourth quarter and scoring everything versus Carolina. You can actually be in games. Your defense doesn't have to feel like they're playing with their backs against the wall the whole damn time and feel like they don't even want to be here because this culture is not changing and this offense looks completely lost to the point where, honestly, I don't think there is anybody that believes that this offense is going to get anything back on the trail right here. There's nothing that's going to happen here for this offense that's going to help it out. And, I mean, that's where I think we got to kind of kind of get it to as we close out the podcast today and we just got to look at this offense as a whole we got to look at the floor that play calling that he's had I mean I can't criticize it from Sunday because honestly we never even had enough time to see the plays develop Zach was running around trying to do things or he was getting hit and sacked so I can't put too much on the floor this week but there is a lot to be said about personnel There's a lot to be said about what the hell is going on. What are we doing with Denzel Mims? I mean, if you're not going to take calls on the guy, if you're not going to look into trading him, then what are you doing with him? Are you just keeping him just just to hold on to until his contract runs out? Like, what are we doing? Get the guy on the damn field and see if he could do something on the outside. Now you have Elijah Moore in concussion protocol. You have Jeff Smith who got into a car accident. Hopefully he's going to be okay, but he looks like he's in concussion protocol. I apologize. You need to have Denzel Mims playing on Sunday this week, and you need to get him involved in the game. You need to see what the kid can do, man. I mean, he's too big, too quick to not be usable. He's too good. He's too athletic to not be usable in a game, even if it's to block a little bit. I mean, there's just no way. I can't imagine. And the only thing that I can get at this point is that they're just trying to make an example of him and saying that, oh, you can be as talented as Mims and you could be one of the better players on our team at your position. But if you're not willing to learn our offense, if you're not willing to do what we tell you to do, you're not willing to run those laps, then guess what? You're not going to play. If that's the case, and I really, really hope that ain't it, but if that's it, then this coaching staff is completely lost. And guess what, Jet fans? We are in a complete state of utter disaster and failure if that's what's going to happen. And when it's all said and done, Zach Wilson will no longer be the quarterback here. Robert Sala will no longer be the head coach here. Joe Douglas will no longer be the GM here. But Woody Johnson will still be running the show. 
and we'll still be in this same damn situation that we have always been in. Hopefully I'm wrong. There's still time for this season to turn around, and I mean there are guys on the free agency list on the offensive line that I think bring in at least at least some veteran know-how and maybe some ability still in there. I mean, you got to give it a try at this point. If you're not giving it a try, then what are you doing? It's just insanity running them out there anymore. It's insanity watching Greg Van Rotten try to block someone, and I'm tired of talking about him, and I'm tired of talking and venting right now. Please, everybody, hit me up with your thoughts on Twitter, at Zoobeard77. I'm going to wrap this thing up right here by saying things need to change, and they need to go pick some people up ASAP. Make some changes, Joe. Your job is on the line. Maybe not going to get fired next week or even this offseason, but your job, it starts getting evaluated right now. If this coaching staff's a failure, it's on you, and they ain't looking too good so far. Get it done. Subscribe wherever you're listening right now, whether that be Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you. Please do something good today. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Make somebody else's day happy, even if it's just putting a smile, even if it's just picking something up or holding a door. Be good out there, people. Appreciate you. But now, time for me to jet on out of here. Peace.